Today on Get Vertical Gal Police, you probably know that we're in the middle of the Tradition Series, and this week's sermon topic was Choosing Humility for Spiritual Transformation. Pastor John and myself take a deeper dive and a good look at even ourselves and our intentions in this area. Humility is something that I think we all struggle with, but it's so important to our spiritual transformation. Both of us have dealt with putting aside pride and choosing humility to actually grow in our walks with the Lord. I think you'll really enjoy this chat. Thanks for joining us. So we're still in this tradition series. We're actually on the second half of the sermon, choosing humility for spiritual transformation. And the last podcast, you and I really chatted a lot about pride and Oh, it wasn't really super fun because it exposes some things and areas in us. But um, I think that was probably good for our listeners to hear that too. I can't, I love this story. This is actually one of my favorite, um, you know, top thousand top stories thousand. in the Bible. <laughs> and I really, you know, I, I really th- would love to be like the tax collector. Unfortunately, I'm more, probably yeah. more like the Pharisee than yeah. I would lo- ever love to admit, but mm-hmm. I love the heart of the tax collector and, you know, uh, just his brokenness before the Lord. And, you know, this tax collector was wealthy. Um, mm-hmm. He he had a lot of pride because um, in order to be a tax collector, he had to walk away from the promised land right. and sell his piece mm-hmm. of the pie in the promised like land. Like his right and stuff, right? Yeah, like his was, birthright. Uh-huh. And uh, he would buy, he would, uh, buy it to sell out his countrymen right. and um, and make money off of them. So this is a phenomenal story here in Luke um, that just goes after this Pharisee and um, uh, the tax collector. And, you know, what we need to cover here is that humility exchanges self-worth for brokenness. Mm. And just to give you a little story kind of in my life, and, you know, I, I've shared this in the pulpit a few times, but... Uh, I think that when the Lord really crushed Lindsay and I, was which was starting to mold us um, to, for the position that He was taking mm-hmm. us in, was when my brother was injured. Yeah. And um, my mom lived with Josh down in Norfolk, which she was staying with him. Uh, Dad would drive down every Friday after work, come home every Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lindsay would go clean the house. I was holding up the carpet store at the time, doing ministry. It just hurt that, you know, I remember being down there when Josh was right at, they got out of surgery and, and uh, it was a very difficult time in our life, but God used that to mold us. Mm -hmm. And uh, whatever I thought I had, it was completely, um, (laughs) you know, you just felt like a rag doll, you know, Mm -hmm. and it was survival, but it was, it was okay, Lord, I need you. Mm -hmm. Uh, Give me strength for today. I don't think I can make it. And I think that that's what this tax collector, he probably just like this money, it's not going, you know, okay, I'm rich, Mm -hmm. but it's not really satisfying my heart. It's not uh, upholding me. So, and then he gets to this point where he goes to the temple and it's like, no, I just need the Lord. Mm. And I think that's where humility really comes from. It's, it's this idea that what I'm doing is no longer working. It's just not working. (laughs) And I've pursued all these things, Mm -hmm. you know. I mean, so, he has money, has access. He had, you, you know, there's things that you have, you think in life. Oh, well, I went to a, a job interview. I don't know if I ever told you this or oh, not. Oh, this but sounds good. When I was a youth pastor at, uh, uh, I, I, uh, I knew I was called to full-time ministry. Mm-hmm. So um, I didn't have my bachelor's degree yet in Christian ministry or any of that. But I knew I was called, and it seemed like 
there were some giftings there. Mm-hmm. So I was pretty eager. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought I should, you know, been full time sooner than uh-huh. God's yeah. timing, you know. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, um, I had a job interview in Northern Ohio around the Canton area. Okay. And I drive up there. I was interviewed. I was offered the job and, um, I, I just kind of, you know, like I just knew I wasn't supposed to be there. And he's like, well, if you want it, it's yours. And now what was interesting about it, it was a five-year succession. Okay. It was in a wealthy part of the city. Yeah. It, uh, had a facility paid off. Mm-hmm. It was a good paying job for a youth uh-huh. pastor. Uh, I think we had Ava at the time. So did you ever... I don't remember this. You don't know the story? No. So I just, I looked at the pastor and I just said, you know, I don't think this is what the Lord has for me. I don't think that me. I'm ready. <laughs> well, I wasn't ready. Um, yeah. No, I wanted it. There uh-huh. was, but I just didn't feel the Lord, mm-hmm. you know, there. And I just I had to try. I was humbled because everything was presented was, to me. Yeah. It was this nice package. Oh, it was a great thought, package. Oh, I want yeah. this. Yeah. I, in my mind, even going to interview, I'm thinking, I'm going to buy me a Jeep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you had plans. I had you? plans, yes. and then I just didn't feel the Holy Spirit, mm. you know, drawing me to mm-hmm. that. So, And those are some of the hardest times. Yeah. Right? Like that thing that is... called faith, right? Cool. You know, and you're like, why can't that work, yeah. God? Why isn't this working out? Yeah. So he realized, the tax collector realized his his sin, which also made him realize his desperate need for a a change, a forgiveness, a life change, a a transformation, not just tradition. Well, he, I don't, you know, I I think that you've been here in ministry too, where, (laughs) you know, um, this whole religious thing. So, you know, you got to think as a tax collector, he was also a Jew Mm. and he left the temple system. He left his teachings, Mm -hmm. you know, and, uh, you know, you're talking about, um, my, my righteousness, my knowledge, all this, you know, my wealth, my status, it does, doesn't mean anything. So humility really has to be, okay, God, I'm willing to follow you. What, what do you want me to do? Where do you want me to go? Who do you want me to talk to? Mm-hmm. And that's where humility really starts rocking, I think, that my self-worth turns into brokenness. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I'm great. So so after that interview is when all the stuff with Josh went down. Mm-hmm. Josh says, I was shot out the day before my sister was going to get married. Yeah. <laughs> and six months later, he was paralyzed. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it was, it was a very humbling time in our life. You know, we would... Um, the, the pillows was, you know, would be wet with tears mm. and, uh, you would go in the shower and just, okay, God, I, I don't know if I can make it through the day. If you don't sustain me, I have nothing. And mm-hmm. I think that those were the years that the Lord was, was really molding me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And, you know, I think sometimes, uh, even our listeners are probably thinking like these humility moments are just whenever it's about ministry yeah. or it's about, but actually no, like it is when your life, everything, yeah, humility could be this thing that I'm not going to say what I want to say, but, you know, maybe mm. I'll... I think... Ouch. Yeah, I thought a humility <laughs> thing um, is, you know, we all have people that really have rubbed us the wrong way mm-hmm. or done us harm, and humility is praying for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Praying for your enemies. Right, yeah. Now, or, that's like Jesus. Yeah, and also, like, knowing that they are a, a daughter or a son or that... Or someone lost. Or someone lost, which is even more, like... Heartbreaking, we, right? We have the lost uh, saying, lost people do lost things. And why are we yeah. surprised when lost people do lost things? Why are we doing lost things when we're not lost? Right. Yeah. Ooh, deep. We're going deep now. <laughs> we'll back up. Yeah. We'll back up. <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, 
so without humility, I mean, the absence of humility is, is you know, we, we said ego, but it, it's the self-will thing. Mm-hmm. I and, got this. Well, not only I got this, but I'm going to do it my way. Mm-hmm. You offended me. I'm going to flat tell mm-hmm. you, mm-hmm. you know. And we feel like we're right in that. Like I'm justified because, you know, whatever. Like I do that. I'm justified to. Oh, you're a justice person. I am. Sorry. Yeah, we've known each I've other. I've come a long way. We've known each other for a long time. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so uh, I'm actually, I mean, most people wouldn't realize this, but mm-hmm. I'm much more of a grace grace guy mm-hmm. than justice. Yeah, than me. David says that I'm full on justice till I need mercy. <laughs> 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 and then I become a mercy person. Yeah. Hmm. I, I uh, my dad is probably a great example of a, uh, of a grace guy. Um, mm-hmm. When I was growing up, he would pick up kids. Uh, yeah. We would we would practice an hour and a half for basketball, and we'd take two hours dropping off and picking <laughs> up kids. It was a three hour event by the time we, you know. But but I mean, he loved kids and yeah. he loved people, and I, that was a great example. Um, he wasn't the guy get your own ride. He just wanted mm-hmm. to get kids a chance at life, you know. And uh, I just I just really valued that, and I think that. I think that what's so interesting about this Pharisee is this Pharisee had every opportunity to really know the Lord. He had Mm -hmm. the word. Mm -hmm. He had the ability to be in the temple, inside Mm -hmm. the temple. Right. I mean, how many times have we been there? We've been in church. Mm -hmm. We've been singing the songs. We've been stamping Mm -hmm. our feet. Yep. We've been doing the church shuffle. Yeah. And yet we are so distant from the Lord. Yeah. Oh, that's so hard. Because I just know how that... I think too, like when you know the opposite of that, when you know like the closeness right. of the Lord, like that is heartbreaking. Hmm. Okay, so let's also go into um, the things that this does for us. Like choosing humility does um, what it it actually helps God guide and direct us. When we are humble, God is guiding and directing us. Do you have any examples of that, like humility and how God has directed you? Well, we move five times in one year. That's true. And we didn't, you know, we come back to that, but, you know, there was a couple of times we, we didn't really know <laughs> what life was going to look like on the other side. And, yeah. you know, honestly, someone came up to me the other day and uh, was asking about our church growth and, you know, uh, the Lord's really kind of blessed us through this last season. Um, and by growth, I don't just mean numerically, I also mean, like you said earlier, uh, maybe the last podcast about the ladies, yeah. Um, just the quality growth, the mm-hmm. the spiritual growth, um, the stories you know being told mm-hmm. uh, of God's glory changing them. So uh, they were asking me about you know uh, did I ever expect this and you know I always said no. Mm-hmm. You know honestly I probably mm-hmm. if I would be honest with you I probably thought it was going to flop. Like mm-hmm. God can't use me. What's that? That's a faithful. <laughs> that's a doubt issue. Uh-huh. And God doesn't need my gifts. Right. What God needs is my faithfulness. He wants my yes. faithfulness and my love. Right. He doesn't need my gifts. Right. And that's why he's bringing so many gifted people because <laughs> in spite of me. Is that what it is? Um, so what else happens when we humble ourselves is that we have heart change. Yeah. We allow God to mold us and change us. I think of like that potter thing, like when you're crushed and they crush, you know, the piece of pottery that they're making and they're, they've got their... What is it? 
you know, spin wheel and then they, you know, recrush it because it's just not there yet. And that's how God is with us. Like he's molding us and making us. And sometimes, yeah, he has to crush us or remove this thing from us. But as we continue to choose that humility, he's, he is just like making this perfect masterpiece out of us because he sees what, um, what we can offer, you know, and not that he needs anything from us, but because he wants us to walk in um, just service to him and glorifying him and honoring him with the gifts he's given us. I think greater than my gifts, God wants my heart changed. Mm. God wants my heart to be truthful, humble. I think he wants my heart to be moldable, transparent, loving, kind. Yeah, and aren't gentle. those the things that you know he can use? That's things he chose to use. Right? Yeah, he can you know? he can use my arrogance. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not it's not what I want, you know. Uh, yeah. Uh, and what about following him? Like the choice that we have to follow him. When we ditch our ego is when we choose humility, we actually follow. Hmm. Right. Instead of trying to get God to follow mm-hmm. and bless what I'm in. Get on board with me, God. All right, let's get on board with God. Uh-huh. Yeah. So humility is this, okay, God, I'm going to let you guide me and direct me mm-hmm. because you are, your ways are better. Yeah. Um, They're always I better. Choose my heart. I mean, I never saw myself a church planter. I'm sure you've never saw yourself where you're at, mm-hmm. but I, I'm... I'm hoping that you have more peace than, right. than before. And then a heart change as well. Like, um, hopefully you're seeing heart change. Um, that's, that's the thing. Like, uh, I just view life so much differently than I used to. Ten years ago, I, I have a completely different view on ministry and life and faith walk mm-hmm. and church and family life than mm-hmm. I did. Um, totally heart change, I yeah. think, for me. And it's just a growing process. It's a process. Like it's, it's a journey. It's yeah. yeah, maturing. It's growing. So for us and for me, for our listeners, like how can we apply uh, humility to our lives? Like let's come up with some things that we can do. Well, I would say that the first thing with humility um, would be, again, we always say the word in prayer. Like that's yeah. number one. But here's something that is really humiliating mm-hmm. that I think you can't have humility without humiliation. Yeah. So um, this is humiliating, but but you need to do it. Text your wife, text your husband, text your small group leader and say, what do I do in my life that keeps me from really being close to Christ? Mm. Is there a sin? Is there a pattern? Is mm-hmm. there uh, annoying little whatever mm-hmm. that, that, that you see in my life? And then when they answer back, here's the secret. Don't argue. Yeah. Don't justify, mm-hmm. no excuses, just listen and learn. And there, my friend, is the secret to humility is become a learner. Yeah. Listen to people's criticisms. I mean, um, you know, I <laughs> open your ears and hear what people have to say and then then uh, don't get so easily offended, walk in it, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, it almost is kind of like uh, you know, the coffee filter. Like allow that filter, you know, to allow that coffee to, and that water, that, that hot water when they tell you something. Well, their criticism is not your identity, no. for one thing. The right. criticism is this, um, uh, there's a difference between the critical heart and a critical mm-hmm. eye. Mm-hmm. But when you hear someone, understand that, the, the blood of Jesus cleanses us. That's our identity yeah. in Christ as a son. Right. So we're pure before him, mm-hmm. but we want to glorify the Lord more. So I'm willing to get out the chisel yeah. and do the hard things, yeah. you know. Yeah, and just like let those criticisms brew. Like these people love you. Right. Your small group leader loves you. Your husband or yeah, wife Yeah, don't go you. to someone that hates right, you and right. ask him. <laughs> right, and allow them to speak into your life. Right. Um, and like you said, then be a learner. Just apply 
what they're saying and say, okay, let me look at this. Let me, I think it's more like assessment. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's very wise to evaluate, but you can't evaluate yourself Mm -mm. because you will justify your actions. We always think of ourselves better than what we really are. Yeah. We really do. Yeah. That's why we have you, John. (laughs) (laughs) Just teasing. Um, Because I think that we are arrogant. We are. Mm-hmm. We, we, we said, wow, you know, I knocked that one out of the park and, you know, someone says, you know, I didn't really understand what you were trying to explain. What? That was so yeah, clear, right. you know. Yeah. Um, I have a son that does that, you know, mm-hmm. like, son, go, well, I didn't understand what you said, dad. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me, let me step back and, mm-hmm. and try to be better at this parenting thing. Yeah. So I think evaluation, um, criticism or taking criticism or listening criticism is the breakfast of champions. Mm -hmm. And you know, if you're a pro athlete, you're always changing, growing, getting better in your game, going to weight room, Mm -hmm. you know, trying to just master your skill. And I think a lot of times in the church, we get satisfied with me, you know, okay. And -hmm. I don't think that's fair to the glory and the majesty Mm -hmm. and the beauty of God. We have to give God our best. Yeah, we do. We need to give him our best, excellent, you know, hearts that are working for him and his kingdom and his glory. Not overworking. And revealing yeah, our heart change our in that. You All know, right. like your heart is going to be revealed through this. I absolutely believe so. So this is a really good content because the Pharisee wanted to be seen, mm-hmm. but the tax collector wanted to see the Lord. Yeah. And I think that's where humility really hit the road. So in our Pharisee, we're not going to ask these questions to our Mm -hmm. spouse or to our small group leader or to our mutual ministry partner this week, Mm -hmm. you know, but, uh, if we really want to get, be right for the Lord and growing to the Lord, we're going to ask our questions. Yeah. That's how we grow. Well, it's a pleasure to, uh, sit in another, uh, podcast. And as we look at this series, let us continue to choose transformation over traditions. Thanks for listening to Get Vertical Gal Police. Now we want you to join the conversation. Is God transforming your life through his word? We would love to hear about it. Message us at info at verticalgalpolice.org and find us on social media by searching Vertical Church Gal Police. Join the conversation. You are loved.